We do a review of Lekutis Sichas Chelik Yudala, the second Sicha of Parshas Hazinu. In this Sicha, the Rebbe discusses the blessing that we make for the Torah when we study Torah and the bracha that we make for it. And the Rebbe proves that this bracha is different than the regular Birchas HaMitzvahs, and that is based on the Pasuk of this week's parsha, Since it's almost considered like a brachas hanenim, that when we enjoy, we make a bracha, the same thing is we're celebrating and enjoying the Torah that the Eivishter gave us. It's different than the Rebbe Birchas The Rebbe is going to ask, so how come when the Alter Rebbe gives reasoning for women making the bracha of on the Torah, for learning Torah, even though they are not mechuyiv like men to study Torah, so he gives the reason because they're mechuyiv to learn some of the mitzvahs. Why didn't the Alter Rebbe say, the Rebbe's question is, that there's a special blessing of thank you to Hashem for the Torah itself. It's nothing to do with the obligation or not nothing to do, but at least there is also this concept of the special bracha for the Torah because we're thanking Hashem for giving of the Torah. So even if they're exempt, why does the Altar Rebbe not give a reason that Birchas HaTorah is a special bracha and therefore for the giving of the Torah and women can make that bracha as well? The Rebbe goes into a whole lengthy explanation and uh, the Rebbe will explain about what is considered to be a hesach hadas, uh, something or an interruption in the study of Torah. Uh, the Rebbe will explain why we only make a bracha on the Torah only once a day. And the Rebbe explains the reason why we don't have to make another bracha during the day is because the obligation of the study of Torah keeps us constantly, because it's a constant obligation, so that keeps us constantly as part of the mitzvah of studying Torah. There's no real interruption in the study of Torah because Torah has to be studied all the time. Based on this, the Rebbe comes up with this novel idea that when the Alter Rebbe is giving the reasons that they are mechuyiv, in the study of the Torah, that is not the reason why they could make the bracha. That is the reason why they only make the bracha once. It's very interesting how the Rebbe learns, changes around from this simple meaning when we learn the Alter Rebbe. It seems the Alter Rebbe is giving a reason why would they make a bracha, but the Rebbe learns that, the Rebbe explains that that reason is why they only make the bracha once and not more, and it is because of the mitzvah and because they're mechuyivit all the time. This is a detailed, lengthy uh, explanation. I just wanted to give it briefly, but let's look inside. I gave the uh, a general idea, an overview of the sicha. Aleph, Isa b'gemore, we find in the gemore, menayin lebirchas ha-toyre lefoneho min ha-toyre. Where do we know the blessing that you make for the Torah, that you make before you study the Torah? Where do we find it in the Torah? And the Gemara gives the Posik Shenemar, because the Posik says, Kishem Hashem Ekro Hovu Goydelelekenu, in the beginning of our Parsha, it says that when I call Hashem's name, reading the Torah, then Hovu Goydelelekenu, give greatness to Hashem. Make the bracha. That's what the Gemara learns out. Now, we know Bechlau, there's a question, an issue over here. The Gemara specifically says, uh, There is a discussion about whether it actually means min or it means just an asmachta. Sometimes we will say from the Torah, but it means it's still a mitzvah midrabonan. All mitzvahs, all mitzvahs of the Torah. All birchsa mitzvahs that we make are only midrabonon, we learn out. But, so there is a possibility, or the way the Rebbe's Mahalach and the Sicha in the inside, 
is that this seems to be min hatoira, the blessing for birchas hatoira, and other mitzvahs are midrabonan. But even if we say in a smachta, what the Rebbe wants to bring out, uh, so which means they're all midrabonan, yet there's a different status for the birchas hatoira than all other mitzvahs, as the Rebbe will continue to explain. The Rebbe wants to say the blessing we do before we study Torah, that blessing isn't considered to be the same as a blessing of all birchas mitzvahs. Before we do any mitzvah, we make a bracha. But there is a special status. So, of course, if we learn this out from a Pasuk, and this is Minat Torah, so then it's different because this is a Torah command, Kishem Hashem Ekro. But even if it's Midrabonon, it's still different. Where all the mitzvahs are, the Birchas mitzvahs are all, midr- all for the privilege of doing the mitzvah. But here there's an addition, the fact that Hashem gave us the Torah, that is a addition to regular Birchas mitzvahs. Let's go inside. V'hinei. From the fact that there is a special lesson from the Torah, specifically for the blessing of the Torah. So, even though it generally would seem that it's part of all the mitzvahs. So, why would the Torah, whether it's an asmachto or in this case, if it's mamish minat Torah, why do we have a special lesson from the Torah as far as the blessing that we make from the Torah? Mashma, so from this it appears, the birchas zu that this blessing for the Torah that we say is different than the blessing on the other mitzvahs. Because it's unique, it's different, distinguished, it's not part of all the mitzvahs. So what is the difference? V'yesh loimar, so we can say, that the difference is, the birchas ha-mitzvahs, hi haidol ha-kodesh baruchu al-asher mekadish eisonu b'mitzvah When we make a blessing on the mitzvahs, that's a thank you to ha-kodesh baruchu for sanctifying us by giving us the mitzvahs. But the ilu birchas ha-toirah, but on the other hand, when we make a blessing for the toirah, that's a blessing for the essence, just for studying Torah. We're thanking Hashem, making a bracha, besides the fact that we're doing a mitzvah. Besides that we're fulfilling a mitzvah, this is also a thank you just for the Torah, for studying, being able to study Torah. Kim demash magam b'shinui haloshin so also from the change of the language of the Birchas HaToyro is different than the Birchas HaMitzvahs. By the Birchas HaToyro it says, That's the main bracha for the uh, study of Torah. As opposed to, it doesn't say, It says, It seems that we are Thanking Hashem for the Divrei Torah, for learning Torah. The Rebbe says, so this is from the fact that we have a special limut that the Gemara brings down, something special about the Birchas HaToyra from a special post. But the Admarazokin So it also appears to be in the from the language of the Alta Rebbe in the Shulchan Aruch. The mention the Rebbe in Star Six says that the brachat actually al is similar to the other mitzvahs. But over there it says it says al But mainly the Rebbe is talking about the other brachas of the Torah that you make when you get an aliyah, and we say it in this by that follows divrei soda. We say. Uh, when we say the Baharev, no, whether it's one bracha, another bracha, but we have the other bracha, Shabachar Bonim, Kolamim, Benosan on Esterosu, Brachatosh, Mnason Atoido. So we are saying more than the regular mitzvah. So basically, you also have the Kima mitzvahs, which would be the part of Asher Kishonu, Mitzvah, Itzvonu, Aldivre Toido. But it also has the uh, additional. So there is more about the Brachas Atoido.
anyway, the Rebbe brings down now the Loshna of the Alter Rebbe in the Shulchan Aruch, which seems to uh, explain the that this bracha has the special quality that it is for the learning of Torah itself. According to Alter Rebbe, so therefore every person should see that this vehicle of desire of Hashem, Hashem's, the Torah, which is Hashem's desire, Hashem's chemdo, Hashem would uh, sort of play it with it, enjoy it every day. So that's the Torah, that this was Hashem's sort of enjoyment. This should be chashuva be'enov, it should be important your eyes, l'borech olov, b'simchat, you should make a bracha with joy, yoyser ma'al more than any of the pleasures of the world. There's a whole discussion of here, is it mamesh ha'birchas ha'noah, or not, a big discussion of here in the order, but generally speaking, what do we get of this? The mezeh mashma, that from this it Appears that the bracha is for the essence idea that Hashem gave us similar to the blessing that we make when we enjoy. When you eat food, you make a bracha. You smell a good smell, you make a bracha, bracha on the reach. Whatever we enjoy, we enjoy. This is a pleasure of giving us the Torah. Basically, so what would we establish over here is that there is something unique about the brachas that we make uh, on the Torah. Again, the brachas are basically the brachas of the Birchas HaShachar. You start off with then you have the Vaharevno, and then you have HaShabachar Bonu. Uh, so these are all Really, and as the Rebbe explains before, the bracha al mitzvahs al that could be the mitzvah part of it, but the other brachas are all also the birchas hanen. Okay, so now the question becomes: that seems to be a reason why women who may not be obligated to study Torah like men should still make the bracha on. On the, on, on the Torah, maybe, maybe not the al divrei the mitzvah, but generally all the bircha brachas of the, the shachar we make on the Torah, women should be uh, saying it because they're enjoying it. Why does the Alter Rebbe not bring this as a reason for women making the birchas Torah? So Rebbe brings down in a kos of Admur Hazoken. The Alter Rebbe writes Noshim Vorchos Birchas Torah that the women will make the blessing for the Torah, because they have an obligation to learn their mitzvahs. That's for mitzvahs. And also they need to, they also have to know how to be careful from doing all prohibitions, because in prohibitions, Women are obligated, just like men. They are warned to be careful not to do them, just like men. But based on the above, the since the birchas it's not just because of an obligation of a mitzvah. is like the brachas of the mitzvahs. But this is on the essence of the idea of studying Torah. That obligates them to bless in front of them. Even would seem that even without that, the women are obligated to learn their mitzvahs. This reasoning that the Rebbe gives they still need to make the Berchaz HaToyra before because also on them 
needs to rest. What the Gemara says, Kishem Hashem Nikra Havu that special quality that the Torah has. And therefore they make the bracha. The Gemara says, Havu everybody makes Havu Not only those are Mechui B'mitzvahs, not the Birchas mitzvahs. Now, the Rebbe in the Ha'ara, there's a lot of uh, discussion over here. And also this concept that uh, the bracha of Asher Kedushorim B'mitzvahs of Vitzivonu, uh, that may actually specifically be for a chiv mitzvah that may not apply to the uh, to the woman just because that's specifically for that. But there's a whole lot of more discussion here in Ha'ara eleven, a lot in Ha'ara twelve, and um, we'll leave that. Uh, could be a sicha all by itself. So this is just. Uh, more sources to look into and to expand the ideas that the Rebbe discusses over here. To sum up Sif Aleph, the Rebbe basically suggests, proves that the birchas that for, for learning Torah is more than the regular birchas mitzvahs. And why then do the Alter Rebbe finds reason for women to make the bracha, he says that they have to, they're obligated to doing some mitzvahs. Why does he not say, because are for the special gift, the or the special gift of Torah that we learn from this passage. In Oiz Beis, the Rebbe is going to prove that because the mitzvah of Torah is constant, that's why there is no real interruption in the day, and that's why we only make one birchas Torah in the morning, and there is no interruption. And notwithstanding, by other things where we need to be making a bracha and still interruptions will apply if you interrupted you'd have to make a new bracha but by birchas we're going to keep that same bracha that tells us that there is a special obligation of the Torah that applies to all, all day that even the interruptions won't stop that and the Rebbe is going to use this later on to answer the question what the Alter Rebbe means by bringing the idea that women are also obligated to mitzvahs versus by saying that the Torah is a matana and that's why they're making the bracha. Let's look inside. Base. But Yuvon will understand this by introducing the question. It would seem that there should not be a set time for the blessing of the Torah. Every morning when we do the Birchas HaShachar, we do Birchas HaToyrah. So why is there a set time? It should have been, Every time when a person comes to learn Torah, He should be obligated to make a bracha. Every time you're learning Torah, you're making a mitzvah. So just like by all mitzvahs, whenever you do the mitzvah, you make a bracha. And since the person is being making a mitzvah, let him make a bracha. Or, in brackets, the Rebbe says, or on the other side, if, so if it's a birchas mitzvah, do it all the time when you do the mitzvah. But if, on the other hand, is for the idea itself that Hashem gave us his Torah, it's sufficient that a person will make the blessing on the Torah once for his entire lifetime. Maybe do it once a year. What is this once a year thing? So the Rebbe points in the Ha'ore to the Parsha Zohar, to the Sefer Achinuch, which discusses, so there is something about once a year. But why do the Birchas HaTorah every morning? Amnam, la'avnocha nifsak. 
What is the halacha? The bechlal, that in a general way, mevorich odom birchas rak pam achas lifnei halimud b'tchilas that the blessing for the Torah person makes only once before learning, in the beginning of the day, you make one bracha. That counts for him for his study of all day. Even if he interrupts in the middle, still the first bracha he made in the beginning counts for him. Because of Admurazokin, so the Alta Rebbe writes, according to the first opinion. And we'll see that the first opinion says that the Birchas uh, is like a, especially for learning Torah versus the other opinion who says that it's Birchas HaShachar, it's part of the Birchas HaShachar. Well, that we'll deal later. But right now, we're dealing according to the opinion which says that learning Torah is a mitzvah and you make a bracha. So, beforehand, for the study of Torah, not like Birchas HaShachar in the morning, just for everything. So according to this opinion, it says like this, If he is a person who is accustomed to study, even when he has to go out to occupy himself for his living, he quickly does what he needs. To go back and learning. So it comes out, he's always engaged in learning, really. He just interrupts to come back to learn. So that occupation will not be considered an interruption. And the first bracha still works. At the time that he's occupying himself, he still has a mind to study. Behu Haddin continues the Alta Rebbe, the Merchatz, where the person goes into the bathhouse. So, notwithstanding, he can't study there while he is in the bathhouse or he's in the restroom, the Besakovit, He still doesn't give up his mind that when he leaves the bathroom, he'll continue learning. And same thing if he goes to sleep. Shinas Arai. He goes to sleep for a little bit, for a little sleep. So this temporary sleep, is not considered to be an interruption. However, but if you go and you have a permanent sleep, the middle of the day, and you will sleep, whether it's for more than 60 minutes, 60 breaths, Chashuva Hefsek, that would be considered an interruption. So according to this opinion, Take, turns out, a person who went and got a good sleep in the day would have to make another Birchas HaToyra. But then he brings down, there's another opinion, Vachka Koisav base, which we go by in the end, V'yesh Oimrim, Shabirchas HaToyra Ki Birchas HaShachar, that the Birchas HaToyra is considered like the blessings of the morning blessing, which was instituted only one time a day, and so is the custom that we only do once a day. So, here we see that the interruption of sleeping in the bathroom Merchatz, because he has a mind later on, isn't considered to be an interruption. But when we look for other mitzvahs, as the tefillin of Advir, that would be interruption. Why is it different? We need to understand. As far as tefillin, the Alter Rebbe rules. Mishachalat says tefillah of one who removed this tefillin. V'hoyu b'daytei, and then he has in mind to put him on again. So im b'shas chalitzes at tefillin hoyu daytei lachzul anicha meyad v'choyzeru manicha meyad. So if at the time that he took off the tefillin, he had in mind to go back and put him on again. <speaking in Hebrew> 
and then he does go and puts him on again, then he doesn't have to make another bracha. However, Abul, however, if he did his needs in the meantime, since during that time that he's doing his needs, he cannot put on tefillin, then it doesn't help at all. It doesn't help at all. And he has to go back and make another bracha. As if it wasn't in his mind at all. Like it's a new putting on tefillin and therefore you have to make a bracha. So the question is, why is this different from the blessing? Of the Torah, suppose a can the merchets of Beis Hakisei loy have a hefsek that the merchets of Beis Hakisei is not a hefsek v'hesachadas, and over there it is a hefsek v'hesachadas. Now, of course, you're going to say the bottom line is that we go like the second opinion, and we don't consider it even we consider it like the Berachas Hashachar. But yet, the first opinion, the, the second opinion in the Alter Rebbe doesn't disagree fundamentally to the opinion of the first one. It's not he's disagreeing. Like the first opinion says, this is not a Hesachadas. And the second opinion says, it is Hesachadas. Uh, I mean, or the second opinion will say that it is. Um, that it would be Hashadas, and that's why he has to come up with another answer and say it's like Birchashachar. No. He would technically agree with the first answer. Let's look inside. The fact that according to the second opinion, even if he interrupted with a permanent sleep, he still doesn't have to go back and make a bracha. It's not because the second opinion somehow disagrees with the first opinion. And we should say that somehow interrupting over here by tefillin is somehow different than, than interrupting by... Interrupting by Birch is different then interruptions over there, because here you see, even a permanent doesn't, according to the second one, so it has a different status. The Rebbe says, no. The reason why, according to the second opinion, even if he interrupted with a permanent sleep, you don't have to make another bracha, it's not because second opinion holds not interruption. We don't care about hefsek. Because the Birch is considered like Birch which you only make once a day. Therefore, once it's like Birch there's no such thing as interruption. But it's not that interruptions don't matter by Birch They do matter. If, 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 if they matter, if they're a Brocha on that, then they matter. Unless they're like Birchas Shachar, then it doesn't matter. So how come in the first opinion which holds that it is for the study of the Torah, not like Birchas Shachar? So how come the interruption of being in the Abes Akisa would not require you to make another bracha just because you want to learn after the Beis Akisa? That doesn't help with regards to tefillin. But what are you going to say? Don't make a distinction that tefillin shiny. That why is tefillin different? Since by tefillin it's prohibited for them to be laying upon you while you're in the Beisakisei. And therefore we're going to say that is an interruption. You have to take off the tefillin. You can't have them out on you. That's why it's interruption. But that is the same thing is by the study of Torah, Shagam Divrei Torah. Also, when we talk about Talmud Torah, studying Torah, Dinah came. It's also the din is you can't study Torah while you're in the Beis Hakisei. 
Ukipsak Admura Zokin, as the Alter Rebbe rules, that call quote, call Inyan, Shahumidivra Koidesh, Osur La Imro, that anything of the holy words is prohibited to say it, Bebesakise, Bebesamerchats, in the Besakise or in the bathhouse, Vafilu, Laharabaliba Osur. Even to think in your heart is prohibited. Afilu, Bidivra Toyra Khulu, even in the words of Taylor, etc. Again, why is it interrupt for tefillin and it doesn't interrupt for Torah? In Ois Gimel uh, and Dalid, the Rebbe will explain the special uh, idea of Hesach Hadas, which applies to uh, tefillin in the um, in the two aspects, and uh, the Rebbe will explain by tefillin. Uh, there is one connection to the tefillin that it's on you, and then there is another connection to the tefillin in which you're machshava, and they're both necessary, as we will see, as the Rebbe will bring it out, and how that hesachadas uh, works, and why by tefillin those have sakim when the tefillin are not on you are really a hefsek, but eventually we will see that by Birchas HaToyrah, the obligation of the of the of of, of the Torah uh, is uh, is always with you. So therefore, there is no Heschadas. So let's look inside. So the Rebbe is going to discuss for a minute the Heschadas by Tefillin. Gimel. We find a special halacha by Tefillin. Da'asurim beHeschadas that they are prohibited that um, if you remove your mind. The cause of Admar Hazok in the Alta Rebbe writes, Osur You're not allowed to remove your mind from the tefillin. And this HaKavachaymer Mitzitz, we learn this as a foratory HaKavachaymer from the Tzitz. By the Tzitz, the Pasuk says, V'hoyah Mitzchay Tomid, you always have to have in mind the Koyan Gadol that we're awarded is. Um, and therefore, you're always wearing the Tefillin. And the, the, the Tzitz only had one name of Hashem. The Tefillin have many names of Hashem in the Parshish. And since by the Tzitz, we have to have constant, constantly uh, remember Adaita, Navas Hashadas. So, same thing for the Tefillin. What is considered to be removal of the mind? That's when you're standing in a session, you're making, you're laughing, you're fun, or lightheadedness. That's considered Hesachadas. But when you are standing with awe and you are doing your needs, you're occupying yourself with your needs, so even though he's preoccupied with something else and his mind is not actually on the tefillin, that's not called removal of the mind. And he adds, over there in the Rebbe has the parentheses, Man, klal, preferable mitzvah. And the best way is not to remove your mind at all. So, the movement is not understood. You say the Yisurhu kinal. The basis for the prohibition of heschadas of tefillin is, as mentioned before, kavachaymer mitzitz matzitz chulu. Omrot Torah since the Torah says by the tzitz v'hoyal mitzchei tomid should be always on his forehead. Shelo yasiach daite mimenu tefillin chula lachas kam v'kamo. So if you're not allowed to remove your mind from the tzitz, so for sure for tefillin. V'lomulo yikore hesachadas. So why do we not consider? We don't call it a removal of the mind. The rakish oemet b'schayka kalus reish. Only if you're standing, you're joking, or lightheadedness. Avok shayisek chulu. But when you're business and you're not doing something other things and you're not focused on the tefillin and he's not actually thinking about the tefillin that's not why don't we call it hashadas so so this will lead later on the Rebbe to explain how the connection uh, 
of the person stays from the beginning, even though later on he's not fully thinking about it. But, and first, why should this not be a Heschadas? So, if you want to the push, you can say, answer, according to this opinion, you can say when we're talking about removal of a mind, doesn't mean as it seems literally, you have to always think about the tefillin, but it means the definition of is so that you should remove to the other extreme and the shaykh is das. From being connected to Daskin, like laughter and lightness, they are embarrassment films, all of the tefillin is wearing. So that means Heschadas does not define thinking about the tefillin, but it's this, 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 defined by not being the antithesis, the opposite of the tefillin, or behaving in a degrading manner. When you're Laughing, joking, and you're uh, lightheaded. You're it's opposite to film. But we're not just talking about removal of not actually constantly being focused on the film. That's not what's required. But the Rebbe says, We cannot explain so the Alta Rebbe's view. Because in addition, because we still have a question. Since we learn it out from the tzitz, by the tzitz, they actually have to be focused, not only not think something uh, that that goes against it, but just stay focused on the tzitz. Hare Koysev, the Alter Rebbe itself writes, Osu l'asir da'item ha'tfilin kozman she'in olova filu regechot. Alter Rebbe writes, you're not allowed to remove your mind with filin as long as they're on you, even for instance. She'in the betur v'shukhnoruch, the words afilu regechot is not in tur v'shukhnoruch. She'mizem ma'ashmas, from this it appears, she'inyan eschadas kan, that here we're talking actual removal of the mind. You cannot not think about the tefillin. He shouldn't remove his mind from the We're not coming just to exclude the opposite, something which goes against it. So, the Rebbe is now going to explain. So we have here the idea of hesachadas of tefillin how that works, and then we also have the idea of the actual putting on the bracha of the tefillin and uh, not to be a hefzik between the bracha of the tefillin. And the Rebbe is going to say there are two aspects to it. Babir was there, no, it's Dalet. B'mitzvah tefillin yesh beizinyonim. There are two aspects to the mitzvah of tefillin. Aleph, number one, is Anochas at tefillin, the actual placement of the tefillin. And base number two, Kavonas mitzvah, the intention of the mitzvah, which is L'shabet Chulu, to enslave the soul, which is in the mind, chulu and liba in the heart. So a person should enslave his heart and his mind to Hashem. Shagamzehu chayli bikim a mitzvah that too is part of the mitzvah. Vehine, and behold, gam im ein daitei al hatfilin. Even if the person's mind is not on the tefillin, ein ze begeder hesachadas vehefsek banochas tefillin. So on the physical act of putting the tefillin. Not thinking about the tefillin, that would not mean a hesachadas. Because the fact itself that they are laying on his hand, he's fulfilling the mitzvah all the time. And also, and also as far as the bracha, there is no interruption, his connection to the blessing that he placed when he put on the tefillin, because they're still on him. But Ulam, when he removes the tefillin, then interrupts his connection to the tefillin. So that's why when you're making putting them on again, you have to make another bracha. Unless you have in mind to put them on again, so then it's not an important. Noisif in addition to this. Af im hoye bedaitil hanichon. 
even if you had a mind to put them. Elo, she also tzrocha be in time. You do your needs in the meantime. Kiv on shebe eisa he lo yoyochel lo niach tefillin. He cannot put the tefillin on then. Ain emoyl mashoy b'day to lachzul v'anichol. It doesn't help that he had a mind to go ahead and put them on again. Kim achar she tzorich li is behemshech labrocha because over here the tefillin has to be placed behem to hemshech to the brocha. There was an interruption in the anacha when you removed the tefillin. The previous placing it. So when does it help that you have in mind to go back and put them on? In a way that he can bring it down in actuality. So then it's not called an interruption. But if there is a, even an instant that he can't put it, his mind... Uh, wanting to put it back is not going to help. That's not fit to be put on. Since that one of part of the mitzvah, there's a mitzvah putting on the tefillin, but there's also the kavona. One of the parts of the mitzvah, in order to enslave one's heart and intellect, etc., as the Alter Rebbe writes. Move on. So then it's understood, also that part of Shibud Aleva Mayach Tzorichli is called Kiyum HaMitzvah, needs to be during the entire time of the observance of the mitzvah. However, once the person does so in the beginning, that sort of applies for the whole duration as long as there is no opposite kavona. Since at the time when he put the tefillin on, he had this kavona of enslaving the heart and the mind. And based on that kavona, he stands with all. So even in the situation of stam without any specific kavone that follows that kavone, as quoting, even though that he's occupied in other matters and he doesn't actually have his mind focused on the tefillin. So that intent that he has at the time that he placed it, for the entire duration of the time that follows. And that is not considered a removal of the mind from it. As, as the Rebbe wrote down, from the Alter Rebbe, that as long as he doesn't have any opposite, that initial kavona, which brought about that standing and situation of Oymet Biyira, continues. This would be similar to we find by items that need to be done specifically for that, the name of that purpose. For example, when you have to uh, learn Lishma or you have to write a Sefer Torah and I get Lishma of the woman or for the Torah, you don't have to have all the time, but it's when you begin. It applies. The main preparation to do it for the purpose so that it would be la'akiv, that if you didn't do it, it would be no good, disqualified. When you start learning, you have to have that in mind, that you're learning it for the sake of Hashem. Similar to a writing the get for a woman, or the Sefer Torah. Over there you needed to be Dafke for that woman and Dafke for the Sefer Torah. And if you don't do so, it is not a good get. It's not a good Sefer Torah. When do you need that? This is sufficient. 
when you say in the beginning of the writing, Hareini Koisef, the Shem Kedusha Sefer I'm writing it for the sanctity of the Sefer Torah. I'm writing it for this man and this woman's name, Chulu. And then it applies to the whole duration of writing of the Get and the whole duration of writing of the Sefer Torah. Because the beginning that you set out to doing it, as long as there's no opposite thought, it follows that first Kavona. So the coach came the Kavachemer Bitfilin, and of course, and how much oratory when you talk about the fillin over here there is no very specific writing it for uh, this person. So it's it's a general enslavement of heart in Moyaksha. So what would be removing your mind? He bekeshirim shibud bechlal. Ustami, that is a removal of the mind with a general enslavement and a stam uh, We're just enslaving the mind and the heart to Hashem without any specific mitzvah, specific idea, just enslavement to the heart. So the fact that he, the person has that kavon in the beginning, that last for the duration of the putting on of the tefillin. And it's different than by the tzitz, as the Rebbe brought down before, because chomer mekulam tzitz, more stringent than of the above, all of them would be the tzitz, the af, the shovel, the tefillin. For although it has a similarity in the quality tefillin, the hesach hadas, kosher ba'as koris shubahem, that the reason why we don't allow for removal of the mind is because of the names of Hashem, which is on the tzitz, which is in the tefillin. But but the tzitz is a very specific. The idea and the effect of the tzitz is to atone and to appease Aladam if blood or chaylev that were offered in a non-clean state, so the tzitz is mechaper for them. So we're talking korban mesuyim bizman mesuyim. This is a more specific korban in a specific time, which the tzitz is mechaper. So with there, this general kavone of having in mind lechatchila isn't sufficient. Over there, it needs to be focused the whole time. But not by tefillin, because tefillin is not a specific kavona. It's a general kavona of shibud halei Hamoyach. How long could this, could we say that he's still connected, as long as he's not doing something which goes opposite to that kavona of meshabed halei v'hamoyach? Avol but when he is standing in a situation in which he is making fun or lightheadedness, that that is called a hesachadaz betfilin. Why? Ki havi heipech ushlilas hakavone hanal, because that is the opposite, and that rejects the previous kavone umevatel puulas shibud halei v'chulu. And that nullified, that negates that enslavement of the heart, etc. That he had when he placed them. So then his connection to the mitzvah of tefillin was interrupted. So basically, as the Rebbe explains over here, the Hanoche is interrupted, the two parts, the Hanoche and the Kavone. The Hanoche is interrupted with a time that he can't put it on. When he's not allowed to put it on. Because the Hanoche, uh, but if he has in mind to put it back on, but then he doesn't have to make a new bracha for the Hanoche part. But 
if there is any zman in between that he cannot literally put her on, then the hanocha is interrupted because there's no hanocha there. The kavone is interrupted through a negative kavone that he has in a way of schoikov kalas roish. In Ois the Rebbe will explain that by the birchas ha it's not the physical hanoche that you need, but it's the obligation, the chiyuv of the mitzvah of limud Torah or the limud Torah which the bracha goes on. So anytime you're mechuyiv. By tefillin is the Hanoche, which is the bracha. But over here, the bracha is on on the chiv of, of on the mitzvah on Torah. And as long as there is a chiv of Torah, so even when you're not learning Torah, you're still connected, and therefore there is no interruption. Let's look inside. The Alter Rebbe brings two views as far as interrupting in between when you make the bracha for the Torah and starting to learn. In other words, if you don't start to learn as soon as you make the bracha Torah, the blessings for the Torah, you don't start to learn is that an interruption? Would you have to make another bracha? So the Alter Rebbe says, Yes, Imrim, quoting the Alter Rebbe, you don't need to learn immediately after you make the bracha of the Torah. But even if he interrupts between saying the bracha and the beginning of his study, he'd still be have the same halacha as if he interrupts in the middle of the learning, which he would not have to make another bracha. This is not the same as Brichas and the Mitzvah. If you made a bracha for all mitzvahs, the same thing is for the tefillin. I mentioned before, but only mitzvah. If before you started to do the mitzvah that you made the bracha, you're going to have to make another bracha. But over here, Aval Talmud Torah, Shechayv Lasik Batomid, but learning Torah, since you're always obligated to occupy yourself in it, when you interrupt between the bracha and the beginning of the study, that's not considered to be an interruption. Since at that time that he's interrupting, he's obligated to study. So that's this opinion says that interrupting and not starting to learn immediately after the brachas would not make you, not require you to make another bracha because there was an interruption, because there is a chiv to learn. It's treated the same as interrupting in the middle of the Talmud Torah, which you would not make a bracha. So here you don't have to make another bracha, even though you didn't start learning immediately after saying the brachas. But, And there's those that disagree, and it's fitting, it's proper to worry about their words, etc. So basically, the Alter Rebbe, Brings down the two opinions. But the Rebbe says that even the question over here is about the interruption, even in the second opinion, in between the bracha and the actual learning Torah. But once you started learning Torah, even the opinion that says that it would be interruption agrees that the Torah basically you're all the time. It's only that he doesn't think the second opinion doesn't hold that that would be enough not to have to make another bracha if you interrupt it. That's why the minig is that we start learning. We learn the Mishnah, say Ludvarim. As soon as we say the Birchas HaToyrah in the morning, we say learning. But, So we can say, so we don't have to increase disagreements. The that the second opinion does not disagree on the idea itself, the mitzach et talmud teira chayv lasik ba'atomid, that because the uh, 
study of Torah is something which you're always obligated to occupy. Yes, that the person has a connection with Torah. Even and in the time that he's not learning it, he's still connected because he's mechuyiv. That that part of the svara of the first opinion, the second doesn't disagree. It only disagrees before you make the bracha. Can this svara be applied? Can we also say this in the hefsek when he interrupts between the bracha and the beginning of the learning? So the second opinion says no. But once you started learning, even the second opinion says that your shaykhs is still, to, even when you're not learning, because there is a time of chiyuv. That's why, according to all opinion, you don't need any actual mind set during the day in order that we should not be called this an interruption and the removal of mind. For the essence, the chiyuv itself to always occupy that obligates the person to the mitzvah. The fact that you're mechuyiv the mitzvah, then that means that you're connected. There's no interruption there. And therefore, even when you enter into the bathhouse and a beisakisir in which it's prohibited for you to talk about Torah, he's not allowed to, but he's still obligated to learn Torah. But the expression is that there's a lion that is lying on it and not allowing you. That's the expression of the Gemara that when there is a situation from the outside which is not allowing you right now. You have the obligation. The obligation is to study Torah. But you're in the bathroom. You can't. But it doesn't mean that you don't have an obligation. It's just something is over you, not allowing you to learn now. But then the sufficient that the idea that you're going to learn later on, we don't call us a hefsek. By tefillin, as the Alter Rebbe explained before, over there, the mitzvah is the tefillin. When it's not the tefillin on him, there's no chiyuv, and therefore there's a hefsek when there's no tefillin. Unless when he has in mind, but if he's in a situation where he cannot put on tefillin, then like in the Bezakisit, that will be an interruption. But here, there is the chiyuv that is on the person, which connects him to the mitzvah. So if he can't do it because there is something stopping him because he uh, he's in a Bezakisit, Bezakisit is not considered an interruption. As long as he has in mind that he's going to learn later on. As opposed to when you're sleeping, a permanent sleep, or somebody who's not normally learning. According to this opinion, that would be a complete removal of the mind. Because at that point, he's not connected anymore to uh, learning of the Torah. So it doesn't matter that he is a chiv, but he doesn't have in mind to learn any Torah. He has to go ahead and make another bracha, the day ha'alaf, according to the first day. I mean, of course, we paskin, the minog is like, like it's birchas ha'shachar, like the second day. We don't make any more brachas, but we're talking about explaining in the idea what is called a hefsek. So I'll please move on. Now we're going to understand involved. The Rebbe says that the Alter Rebbe writes the Noshim Avorchus Birchas The Alter Rebbe says that why could women make the Birchas Hatoyra? Sharechayovis Lilmoid Mitzvus Shalahen Chulu. They have to learn their mitzvus. The mitzvus Esa Ein Hazman Grama, and also Veichlizor Mekolaisus Chulu, and also how to be careful from all the prohibition. And the Rebbe asked, why don't we say, but we're making the Birchas HaToyra, is the Chandi Etzem, the Sinas HaToyra, that they wish they gave us the Torah, whether you're Mechuyim or not. So the Rebbe says what the, we're trying to say here, 
that since there is a chiv, that's why there is a connection, and they don't have to make all the birchas haTorah every time. Shaharei, had it not been for this explanation, the Alter Rebbe, he now have to yomokim loy marshen noshim avorchos birchas haTorah. Even though it would be room to say that women should make the bracha the as an introduction for their study, because of the drasha that we learn out, the shame Hashem Ekrochulu. I call the name of Hashem. That's the source for the or similar to a blessing that we enjoy, which make a bracha as explained earlier in the Sif Aleph. Because so we're not trying to find out why women we know, but the din should be that they should make a bracha every time and time when they start to learn. But as a chiddush, that's a chiddush. No tana found it any place to say that a woman every time she starts to learn make a bracha make a bracha. Because the Shema Shem Ekra, Machem Bar Admar Azokin, Al Rebbe explaining not why they do make a bracha, but why they only make one bracha. Shadicha Yov is limit chulu. The Kavanosi, what Al Rebbe means to say, Kishem Shanoshim Evorchim Pamachas Liyoyim. Just like men only make one bracha a day, Kimetzad Achiyuv Hatmidi the Talmud Torah because of the constant obligation of Talmud Torah. One blessing is sufficient for the day. If there is no complete Hesachadas, so similar by women is the same thing. Since they are obligated to learn their mitzvahs, and how to be careful some of them are obligated all the time. So their, their learning of Torah comes also mitzad achiv. And because of that chiv, it's all the time. So therefore there is also an obligation of study for them all day. So therefore also for women, it's sufficient making once a day a bracha just like for men. So the Alter Rebbe wants to explain that their connection isn't interrupted when they stop learning Torah. And therefore, there's no need to make a second bracha. Not that the Alter Rebbe is coming to explain why they have to make a bracha. Fakir, the explanation they have to make a bracha is because it's like a bracha sanenin, or it's a bracha shem Hashem ekra. But the explanation is that there's also an obligation. And this obligation, therefore, continues that connection to Torah throughout the day once they made the bracha and therefore they don't have to make another bracha however the Rebbe says okay but in that case the halacha is doch the minig is doch that the Rebbe brought down that even if we do do an interruption and we do go to sleep and everything we're still not going to make another birchas Torah, even the men because we treat it like birchas hashachar so the question is, why does the Alter Rebbe not bring down uh, the obligated to make the bracha because uh, it's a bracha shachar? Achlechayre says the Rebbe in Zayin lefi hadayashekain nogu. According to the opinion, and that's the way the conduct is. That we make a bracha of the Torah once a day. Because the blessing for the Torah is just like. The morning blessing. They did not institute it only once a day. The question comes back to its place. Doesn't, the Alter Rebbe did not need to add a reason. That why do the women make a blessing for the Torah? Because they're chayiv to learn. He could have said very simply that the gamma noshim of Orchus Pamachas biyoyim could have said ki birchas atoyde ki birchas hashachar chulu because it's like birchas hashachar so they also make it just like the men. That means that according to the day that nogu. 
אבל זה אינק. That's not. דיני בעניין תיקון פרחס השחר כוסר אדמר הזוקן. כי אלתר רבי רייטס, how, with regards to the blessings of the morning that was instituted, he writes like this, quote, פרחס השחר תיקנו חכומים על סדר האוילון והנגוסי. The blessing of the morning, the sages instituted on the order of the world and the way it's conducted. Mashabriyas nenim bechol yoim dat that the people enjoy every day. Sheivorchu la kodesh baruch al zeh. They should bless that the Ebrister for this. Bepamar ishoyne shenenim hanozu. The first time that they benefit this benefit. Bechol yoim vayoim and every day and day. Umevuer bezeh. So we see. Explained, articulated over here, the Birchas Hashachar Niskinu that the blessing of the morning have been instituted. Amash Abriyas Nenim Bechol Yehimu Betmidus that what the people enjoy every day and constantly. Shetekem bePamor Ishoyno Betchilas Hayoyim that immediately and the first time in the beginning of the day. Yevarcho Al Hana Osum they should make the bracha on what they're enjoying. Kigoyin Birchas Zeikiv Kefufim. Say, for example, the blessing that they straightened out those who are bent. So that is a constant matter that is all day. The Ebrish were always unbent, were staying erect all day. And we bless in first time at the beginning of the day. But if we're talking about pleasures and matters that are not constant, even if they come during the day in a by the way way once or twice the same thing would apply to the study of Nashim had it not been because they have to learn so they it's a constant thing that they have to learn their mitzvahs not for that it doesn't really apply to make for this a bracha in the morning blessing. That's why the Alter Rebbe needs to explain that the women are obligated to learn their uh, the, 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 the mitzvahs. And how to be careful for mitzvahs. That because of that, they have a constant obligation of That's why they're also they're connected to the blessing of the Torah, just like one of the other morning blessings. And the Rebbe adds in the Ha'ore over here, and that's why also they say Vitzivonu. Uh, and, and not... Uh, so basically they could make the bracha. We're not talking about just making a birchas hashachar. But they also say vitzivonu because of that chiyuv t'midi. And, um, and this is Mesiches Chag HaShavuz, Shabbos Parshas Nosei, Tavshin Lamed.